Birdies and Beers podcast. I'm your host, Lowie. Tonight on the show, we have a Scott Diggity Dog and the Bab Goat, D-Web. How are you today, guys? Going well, mate. Very good. Thanks, Lowie. Good to join you boys again, as always. Yeah, it's always good. Uh, we're a day later than normal. Um, might move to a Wednesday night in the near future, uh, but we'll keep us all posted. Just keep a, hit that subscribe button on, on whatever network you listen to our podcast on. And um, hopefully when uh, the podcast drops, you'll get a notification and then you can uh, listen to us. So that'd be great if you could hit that um, subscription button or subscribe button. A uh, couple of different ones have different words for it. So um, yeah, do us a favor, follow us on all our socials, check out our website. Uh, they're all in the links to this podcast. All right, let's uh, kick off what we always do uh, with uh Richard's random question. This week, our question will be, um, where do you pick up your golf gear from? Where do you go shopping for your golf gear? Um, and I'll start with you first, D-Web. Where, where do you get normally your golf stuff from? Uh, I obviously didn't spend enough money at the store because they have gone bankrupt, and uh, that is the golf gurus at Aspley. Um, always looked after us, and maybe that's why they ran out of business. So... Note to all our, you know, business operators out there, don't look after people. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, well, mate, I tell you, it's um, it's a very niche business, isn't it? Um, there's a lot of companies out there that do this online now that don't have a shop front, um, which kind of makes it a bit uh, cheaper for them. But um, before we go on to that kind of chat, Scotty, where do you um, buy your golf products from? Well, first of all, I have to give a, a big uh, plug to the, what are you calling yourself tonight, the White Tiger still, the Bud Goat D-Web. Um, maybe if those golf gurus had have, uh, engaged his accounting practices, they'd still be around, still supplying him with cheap gear. Mm. Potentially, mate. Who knows? Who knows? It's a fair, fair <laughs> shout. Well, I, um, I'll be honest. I'll put my hand up and say any store online or uh, physical store with a big red sign out the front with the letters S-A-L-E. That's where I get my gear from. Um, the sale races. The sale races, mate. Um, yeah, you've got to shop around in these tough times, mate. We've got to try and look for the best possible buy we can get. And um, I'll, I'll have a flick around, you know, uh, Drummond's pretty good. And then there's a few sites online that I'll use as well if I'm going the online avenue. Yeah, no, I'm a bit the same, but I normally look at buying golf equipment in November. And there's a reason for that because Drummond normally have a 20 to 25% off sale off everything in November. Just happens to be timely enough around the Bab trip. So the money I save for the year normally gets spent at Drummond on a Thursday night when they have a sale. And uh, it's normally 20% off. I think I picked up a three-wood, uh, the M3 three-wood that I got in my bag. I think I picked it up for about 300 bucks rather than something. It was something, yeah, 20% off. I can't do the math. I'm not an accountant like D-Web. Um, so <laughs> uh, all I know is I said to myself, and all I had to convince was myself, that's a good deal. Can't walk past that. So, um, look, I'm a bit like Scotty. 
I try to use the same ball for all my rounds, uh, Strix and Z Stars or Z Star X. Um, and I just look for wherever they're the cheapest. So, um, yeah, they're the, they're the major expenditure, I suppose, is golf balls and wherever you can get them the cheapest is probably the best way to do it. All right. D Webb, do you want to talk about this week's event, mate? The Shriners Hospital. For children open? Event. Children open. Jesus. Cool. Shriners Hospitals for Children Open 2020 from the TPC Summerlin in Nevada. Uh, it's a very much a go low golf course. Um, I think last year was won by Kevin Nah, Scotty's mate. Um, Kevin Nah. Uh, he had a ridiculous putting uh, week last year. Um, he actually lost strokes to the field in strokes gained to the green, but he putted that well um, that he won. And I, I read this ridiculous stat that the difference between him and the second place, Patrick Cantlay, in strokes gained to the green was something of about over the course of four rounds, 13 or 15 strokes. That's how much better his putting was. Um but yeah, in saying that, look, the course is it's actually one where you need to hit the fairways, which is interesting because it doesn't have super long rough. But just with the tricky greens, you need to be in the fairway to attack the pins and the winning score will be somewhere between 15 and 20 under. Although, apparently there is some uh, ordinary weather rolling through over the weekend. So um, definitely going to need a hot start, I think, this week. And um, yeah, and then I think like you look at the and we'll go through it in a bit more detail. But a guy like Patrick Cantlay's had three starts here for a win and two seconds, and he's a you know strong Teddy Green player um, and a very good driver of the ball. So I think that's kind of what we need this week, and um, that's what we're looking for. And he's also a strong bloody choker too. After him losing last year for me in a playoff, I'm still dirty about that. But it's not an emotional <laughs> game punting, Louis. So don't. No, it doesn't always part with your head. <laughs> I'm just having a look at the odds this week um, and I'm getting my odds from our great sponsors of sports bet. They're not really sponsors, but I wish they would um, <laughs> look. I'm looking at their outright betting at the moment and Bryson is $8.50 um, in good form, I suppose um, still less than $10, not something that I really love to, to chase when um, anybody's less than $10 unless you're really super keen on them and you think they're going to win. Um, so you get a little bit more bang for your buck. So, Scotty, do you want to talk about some of the people that you're interested in this weekend? Um, and hopefully the Bab Goat can add some of that stuff if, if he's got the same people? Yeah, well, thanks, Lowy. Like, I'll be staying clear of Candlay. I mean, as much as you're tempted to delve in there, um, I'm still a bit filthy about him losing in that playoff last year. So... I don't think he's going to see any of my money. I think he's been a bit spotty lately. Um, we did back him a couple of months back and he, and he did naught for us. So, look, I've got a big watch uh, this week on – I'm keen to see how the young guys go. There's a local uh, local guy from the region, uh, Maverick McNeely. I think he's been playing some reasonable golf lately. I'm looking forward to seeing him on a reasonable uh, – I guess on a home track at Summerlin for him. Um, he's going to be familiar with the course and see see where he goes there. Um, also, Matthew Wolf. Um, look, we'll be looking looking at him to go well this week. Um, I think the 
the GOAT might elaborate on him in, in a little bit. Um, but, look, it's an interesting week. I just see a note here. Tony Finau has pulled out. Does, has anyone heard of this? Yeah, he got uh, diagnosed with coronavirus. Yeah, he's got the vid. He's got the mm-hmm. runner. So all the best to Tony. Uh, hopefully he quarantines himself well and... Uh, I guess he's got a big family as well, so hopefully they're all going all right. But, um, look, great to see Sergio have a win last week. It was a bit of a good breakthrough for him. I'm really happy for him. He's had a, a tough a tough year, I'd say, in, in getting his first win on the PGA Tour since the Masters in 2017 will be a big uh, sigh of relief for him um, to know that his game's heading in the right direction, coming up to some pretty big tournaments. Um, look, they're the ones I'll be looking at, but I, I want to have a look at this weather. And if the weather's just on the weekend, D-Web, that's been rolling in that you were talking about? Yeah, it's supposed to get its wind up. The wind's supposed to get up and um, and, and supposed to cool right down. So, um, yeah, they're still going to go low, but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how bad it actually gets. It's not going to rain, though, apparently. Well, it's uh, interesting to know, but I mean, I guess that the real thing when the, the weather plays has an impact on on the tournament is when it sort of rolls in over the first two days when um, there is no cut in this tournament either this week, I believe. Um, yeah, there is. There is? Yeah, sports better got a market to make the cut or miss the cut. Okay. I don't know where it's I read pretty, that. It's I've, a pretty solid field. There's, let's say, 100-odd players in it. Yeah, I didn't. I thought there was normally a cut, but I thought I read somewhere that there wasn't a cut this uh, week. But obviously, I stand to be corrected and have been corrected. So I'm sure we'll be featuring one of uh, your multis, maybe, Lowy, in that market. Well, I just started to have a look through the multi market, and there's only two that I really, really like at the moment. Um, and it's a couple of people to play each other. Uh, so I'm just pulling that back up. I did start, I, I had it up and then I started to look at the field to make sure people didn't get cut. I like um, Harris English to beat Sergio this week at $1.85. And then Ooh. I like, and I like uh, Matthew Wolf to beat Louis at $1.83. There's only another couple of markets. I don't really want to touch um, Colin Morikawa versus Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, they're about $1.86 each. Um, I think that could go either way. I actually really kind of like Hideki this week, but I don't know if I trust him enough to put me put him in my multi. I think if he hits the ball straight like he normally does, he'll be leaving himself good shots for the green. Um, and that's what uh, Hideki uh, is not known for putting too well. But if he can uh, get his putter on song this week, I think he's a solid chance. Um, Paul Casey versus Ricky Fowler. I, I want to back Ricky in that uh, tournament uh, match bet, but once again, it depends if he wants to play for four rounds or if he wants to play for three. Um, so I just, yeah, that the multi-market's not really um, jumping out at me at the moment. I might try to do those two, uh, Harris English and Matthew Wolf, and then maybe have a look at the tournament betting on the uh, – BMW PGA Championship going off in the European Tour. So I might end up having to do a little uh, cross-event multi myself, I think, this week. That's adventurous, mate. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, look, 
If I haven't, if I put a multi on, I'm going to win three legs. Never going to get a fourth. Ball. Yeah, <laughs> out of a four leg multi. Um, multi on, mate. Then I'll get two. <laughs> and then once I put a two leg multi on, I'll get one. And then when I put a single bet on, I'll get none. So um, yeah, look, this NBA. Championships, I can tell you, the same game multis. I I reckon that the I reckon sports book have uh, gone into the future, like Back to the Future, and got the sports book sp- scores history. And oh, there's there's things they're coming half a point. Like it's amazing how how on song they are with their um their margins and their points per games. Anyway, I'm off track. D-Web, talk to me about who you want this week. <laughs> I could go down a rabbit hole with multis all night long, and I don't think I'm the only one out there. I think there's a lot of punters that can relate to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do want to clarify uh, something, though, just about the weather, because I've just gone on and double-checked, and it appears it's changed quite significantly. It's going to be sunny throughout, but the wind's going to kick up on Saturday. So not by any crazy... Great uh, deal, but it's going to get um, a lot more than what it was in the first two days. So temperatures up around 30 degrees, which will be nice and hot, um, 35 on Thursday. So anyway, that'll be interesting. But, um, yeah, now looking at the, the event, I mean, you, the guys at the top, Shambo kind of, you know, from a t- statistical standpoint, ticks them all. He's got in great form at the moment. He's had four start series last three. He's gone fourth, first, and seventh. So he... Um, you know, he's going to play well, you would think. Morikawa's on his second start here. Um, this course should actually suit him pretty well, I, I would anticipate. He's pretty strong off the tee, so we'll see how he goes. Webb Simpson loves it here as well, and Cantlay, as I said before, three starts, two seconds, and a win. So, um, you know, they've all, uh, all, all, you know, love the track and are going well. But, yeah, I think I'm going to steer clear of it just on the basis that, you know, with these types of events where it's the go low and anyone can have their given day, and I will be getting on Matty Wolf. I think um, he's awesome off the tees. That one start here is 18th, and I think he was 15 under or so, so it wasn't the worst uh, week in the world. Um, good storyline coming off the second place at the US Open. Be awesome for him to um, to get his first win this this year. And um, yeah, I think he can. Um, I think he's playing well and he can go low and. I think there's going to be a lot of birdie opportunities for him out there. So just hope it's his week. Yeah, I actually like um, Matty Wolf this week too. That's why I picked him in that little uh, random multi that I started to to talk about. I agree, mate. I reckon he's, um, he's due for a good week and I love a good storyline. Um, mm. I was just having a bit of a look too. Um, now, I know we don't normally talk about uh, a backup save a bit, but um, Matthew Wolf at the moment is $2.50 for top 20. So if you want to try to cover yourself, if you don't, it might be worth uh, having a little bit of a dabble at him in the top 20. You're going to get money back in a bit. So if you put $10 on him to win, put $10 on him to come in the top 20, and then at least you're going to cover your bet and you're probably going to get ahead a little bit. So uh, look, it's just an option. I started to do a bit of research on uh, betting strategies. And if for golf, if you really do think somebody's um, a bit of a longer shot odds to, to get the win, uh, what's, what have you got him at D web at um, to win? Uh, I backed him earlier in the week on Betfair. It got him at $29. Yeah. So if you got someone at 20, $29 to win and you can get $2.50 for him to finish in the top 20, uh, 
you can just hope that he just makes the top 20 and you don't blow all your money. But I think that's a safe play. To, at least if he doesn't win, you'll get some sort of money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great that's a great strategy, Lowy. Except the only thing with that is, mate, is that when you do go outside after placing a bet like that, you don't want any of your friends or neighbours to see you with a skirt on. <laughs> hey, mate, you're the one talking about tough times. You know, like I'm just trying to make sure the punters don't don't lose all their dough. We're here to win and win big. Hey, That's the motto here. If I put two, <laughs> if I put ten dollars on someone at two dollars fifty and I win twenty dollars, oh, twenty five dollars. I won fifteen dollars. You know what fifteen dollars brings me? Three coffees. Boom. Boom. It could. It could bring you. It could bring you many things. Fifteen dollars, Richard. Um, but I'm glad that you went with the coffee avenue there because that's um, you know fifteen bucks can get you a bit these days. Well, it can get me a medium Big Mac meal too. But I'm trying to get off those. He's back in the gym, ladies and gentlemen. Arlo is back. He's getting fit. He's getting prepared for the Bab Tour. He's tuning up. Look out. I look forward to some uh, shirtless pics of him hanging out on the Sunshine Coast. He's going he's gonna to be looking good. I can say the Bab Tour is not ready for me to take my shirt off yet. <laughs> uh, let's talk Bab Tour. Well, what subject do you want to cover tonight apart from Argy's just being too good for us every week since we've started talking about the Bab Tour? Uh, what course are we playing again, mate? Which one are you looking forward to the most? Ooh. I love the event where we're in teams. So this year we've got six going at the moment. So we'll be in two teams of three. We'll be playing a best ball in those groups. And then I really, I think we're doing that on the Saturday, D-Web, is that right? Or the Sunday? Uh, one of the two. I can't remember now. If you, yeah, don't know. I, I thought we were going to do it at Noosa Springs. Yeah, I think that was the the plan. Uh, which, like, that's always we. It actually, I talk about it like it's what we do all the time. It's the first, second time we've done it. I really enjoyed our Mooner Legends um, at that last year. We got in a bit of a birdie roll. Remember, boys? I think we went three or four mm-hmm. in a row. What did we? Mm-hmm. What did we shoot? Did we shoot? Was it seven under? If it was including our handicaps, it was fifty nine. Mr. 59, a lot of it. The thing about it is, is that was the day that we got introduced to a lovely horse by the name of Boomtown Lass. Yeah, that day. The boys were up and about. I tell you, there was, it was rain and birdies and winners on the, on the tab channel. Dexter, we're the you devil. Dexter, you mm-hmm. devil. Yeah, that was uh, – and you know what? This is, this is where Argy really does uh, kind of level out the bad boys – the old bad boys would have probably punted away those winnings, but Argy was the one that said, "Hey, let's let's pay the car with this winnings." And legitimately, it, you know, it was probably the, the smartest play. But it's not what we do well, is it? Play the smart play. Yeah, it was it was a smart play, and I think looking back, we're all pretty happy that we paid for that. It was a reasonable a reasonable bill down there in the Mornington Peninsula. Um, but look, in hindsight, I think we could have kept going. <laughs> <laughs> and um, look, I don't like to give away too many secrets, but um, if you're ever playing the pokies, just take a big, deep breath and you'll smell a winner. Yeah, it's that oh. one there, boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man, he's got a sixth sense and you've never, he's like a, 
he's like a beagle walking around the pokey room and he's just sniffing around and all that. Everyone's looking at him like he's some kind of weirdo, which he probably is a bit to an extent. But he did sniff out a few winners for us last year and it was uh, a pretty successful trip. Hey, D-Webb. I just got a question since you're the AFL genius in the group because uh, Matty is obviously got full support of the board at Aspley, but um, you're the brains behind the football. Uh, who do you reckon kicked the best goals in the house that year? So for the punters out there, we had a slight hallway that went into a bedroom and a miniature AFL ball, and we decided that we were going to try to slot some goals. And D Web is um is our AFL expert. Uh, who do you reckon had yeah, the best ball? Yeah, but I'm not a memory expert, my friend. So, you know, I'm not a memory expert, so I can't really remember. I've got a feeling you actually went okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I wanted to get to. That's yeah. all it was. Yeah, I think that's why you're asking. Like, I'm like, I can't really remember, but you you seem to be like prompting me here for a, to give you a rap. <laughs> you need some love. I do. I'm just I'm, I'm just looking through, boys. I've actually got a video of. of of the footage of, of these kicks that we're talking about. And I'm just scrolling through now. The video is actually, it's an hour and three minutes long and it's just repeated with Lowy kicking ball after ball after ball. So in that one hour and three minutes of all of his attempts, I think he did kick a pretty good one at about the 56-minute mark. So <laughs> that was pretty good, mate. Well Fair done. Um, let's go back to Bab. I've got off track, off topic like I normally do. Um, so Sunshine Coast this year. Um, Dear Webb and I were having a bit of a joke earlier this week. The way that 2020's gone, a lot of us just want to to move on and uh, let's get into 2021. We were talking about this great trip and how much we're really looking forward to it and how 2020's gone, what are the chances of it raining? Just to wreck it for us. Probably solid. There's probably a great chance of it. I can just imagine it. The only good side about it is I suppose we can watch the Masters in the morning and then have a, a birdies and bullseyes uh, and go down the pub and shoot some darts, I suppose. We can always try to birdies and oh, beers and billiards or whatever. You know, we can still do a bad trip. It just might have to be an abbreviation or a substitution one this year. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, sure works out, man. I'm, I'm going to say... Um, We've been to King Island and we've played in horizontal rain with 50-kilometre winds howling off the Bass Strait. Rain, hail or shine, we will be there out on the golf course on the Bab Tour. Mate, those King Island, that was um, – out of those four days that we were there, that was probably the most intense weather that I've ever played golf in. And to fly home on a calm, beautiful blue sky day absolutely broke my heart. We got to play one round in the in the in the sun with light winds. But um yeah. What what was your favorite memory? What's your what if you could tell people, um, if someone said to you, What did you think of King Island or should I go? What would you what was your first thing that you'd tell them about? Well, I, I yeah, say, well, that with that trip, we we were there and we played four days of golf over over the four days, and we got to experience, in my opinion, some of the best course, best two courses in Australia, and we got them in complete 
relatively opposite conditions. Um, you know, days one and two, I think it was pretty windy, pretty wet. And then we saw some calmer conditions on the weekend. So, you know, I'm, I'm not the best golfer going around and, you know, I struggle a lot. But to play that course, um, to play Cape Wickham when, when the uh, – it was uh, June's when, – when the weather was like that, like, I thought that was, pretty, that was pretty special and it's something I won't forget for a while, that's for sure. Yeah, um, especially when you've been there before. Um, D-Web, um, <laughs> still bitter about that Rebel Tour, boys. Really gutted. <laughs> um, D-Web, what's your favourite bit now that you've been to King Island a couple of times? <laughs> uh, oh, definitely the golf courses. I mean, Cape Wickham, just so fun to play. I think um, I'm just where it is and the scenery and just how good the course is. I think that's, that's obviously the best part of it. Um, yeah, we got to experience different weather. Or, to be honest, I wouldn't want to go through that again. Um, what was the weather was like the work. first time? Oh, sorry. I wasn't there. Yeah, you went there. It was a good trip, actually. Beautiful, wasn't it? Perfect still yeah. conditions. Just blue skies. Great company. Didn't have it. Yeah, it was, um, it was really good. Yeah, very little whinging, no sooking, no medical issues. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we had a great old time. Um, uh, that's a story yeah, no, we can't uh, talk about here. That's a, that's a that's a story. If you ever play golf with us in in person, that story will come out. Yeah, no, the weather was. Um, we I think we got a mix again down there. Like I think it rained on one of the two of the days. I remember it just being crazy bad, but um, not as bad as what we had at the when we went as a group. When you know we were the real yeah good enough to have your company, mate, and it was such a fantastic trip with you there and. You know, you didn't talk about the Rebel Tour once. You didn't whinge about anything once. Like, it was a really, really positive trip. It was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the weather there was really horrendous. Um, if you haven't seen it on our website, we actually did a breakdown of uh, hole by hole or hole versus hole of both courses, Ocean uh, Dunes and uh, Cape Wickham. Uh, check it out, babtourgolf.com. Um yeah, we did a, a bit of a comparison of um, opening holes and then, you know, what we both thought, all of us thought of the second hole, first, second hole. It's a pretty good article. Is it? It's actually three series. Uh, three, it's a three-part series. Sorry, trying to spit out some words. Um, it's It's been one of our most viewed articles. So check it out, babtourgolf.com. And then... Um, yeah, so I, I agree. If, if anybody ever says, uh, oh, I think about going to King Island, the first thing I say is do it, book it in, uh, make sure you take your golf clubs and that's about it because you get no other weight on your bags and um, do it. it. It's a once in a lifetime, hopefully twice in a lifetime for me, three time in a lifetime for you guys. Um <laughs> Hopefully we'll get down there for my 40th in uh, 10 years' time. Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Look. Okay, Chloe, just, can I just add, I, I, if you get out for your 40th, I'm thinking I might not actually go that way. You know, it's, it's too all. And, you know, there's nothing to worry about moving forward after that. If he goes down for his 40th, Webby, it doesn't count. So it didn't happen. <laughs> we're going to speak about it. Um, so we'll have to have his 40th at that venue another time. 
because yeah, of my canopy. So okay. next week our podcast will be two different people this week, uh, next week. So we might as well just move on from there, I suppose. Um, look, I know we've spoken a bit of jibber at the end, uh, hopefully to get Maddie on next week uh, to talk more about our up-and-coming BAB trip. Um, got to talk about the courses and we might even uh, – we're playing Twin Waters and we might have a look on their website and, and give a little – pre-impression of what we think Twin Waters is going to be like for us. And we might even have a prediction of scores um, for each other and ourselves. And then uh, after the after the round, we'll hopefully jump uh, live on YouTube, our YouTube channel, and um, have a bit of a chat about the round and uh, good things and bad things. Maybe have a bit of a course review as well post-round. Um, post so, look... Uh, all our socials, all our sites are all on the description of our podcast. So check it out. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, always willing for a chat about golf. Um, so, yeah, check it out, guys. So we'll wrap it up there for tonight. Um, D-Web, Scotty, thanks for coming on tonight, giving your picks. Um, check out. I'm waiting for the article to come out on Facebook for our uh, picks this week. Uh, it's on Facebook and our website. So um, check them out and uh, leave us a comment and tell us who you're backing. All right. I'll talk to you later, guys. Thanks, boys. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.